this week you live in a money pit Money pit If your basement needs a pump Or your place looks like a dump You live in a money pit Money pit Pick up the telephone Fix up your home sweet home I call an 888 money pit Money Pit is presented by LL Flooring, Castle Filters, Custom Building Products, the Angie App, Wagner Sprayers, and Roof Max. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And we are here to help you take on projects you want to get done around your house. So, if you're working on a deck, if you're mowing your yard, if you're fixing up a roof, if you're planning a project, maybe you're thinking about this is the time to do a new kitchen or a bathroom or maybe a new bedroom, whatever project is on your to-do list, you can move it right over to ours by reaching out to us with those questions. We're your coach, we're your helpers, we're your therapists if something goes wrong, whatever you need, we're here to lend a hand. A couple of ways to get in touch. The best thing to do is head to moneypit.com and click on the blue microphone button, which says leave a message, or you can call us at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Coming up on today's show, if you've ever taken on a tiling project, you might know that some of the more inconvenient parts of the project are that it's messy and it takes days because you have to wait for the adhesive to set before you can grout. We're going to show you a trick of the trade to help avoid all that and get the job done far faster. And if you think the best way to save time and energy cutting the grass is to set the mower as low as possible so you don't have to mow that often, you might be surprised to find out that that can actually end up being more work in the long run. That's right. And it's a great time of year for outdoor living. And if you want to step up your space, we've got tips on how you can build out your very own fire pit. Plus, do you have any big paint projects that you're about to take on? Well, we've got a big giveaway that can help. We have a Wagner Control Pro 170 high-efficiency airless paint sprayer ready to send out to one lucky listener. The Control Pro 170 makes it easy for DIYers to tackle paint projects like decks, fences, or even an entire house. It's worth $379, and it's going to go out to one listener drawn at random. How do you get in on this? Well, you got to contact us with your home improvement question. Click that blue microphone button on moneypit.com or call us right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. Let's get started. Leslie, who's first? Cheryl in Virginia, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? I have a cement porch. Uh, the house was built in uh, 1981, and it has a cement front porch to it. And it, along the edges of the porch, it's cracking and crumbling like off. And okay. then in one portion of the porch, it actually has a, you know, water stand there because it's a dip. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if there's a economical way I could fix that to make this porch last a little bit longer. Yeah, and there's a couple of things that you could do. You could either resurface the whole porch surface or um, you could mix up a recipe of quickcrete products that could be used to patch uh, those badly chipped or spalled areas. Now, <clears throat> the key here is that you just can't buy a cement mix in the bag, mix it up, and be done. Because when you're trying to adhere new concrete to old concrete, you need to use products that are designed to make that bond possible. So if you go to quickcrete.com, you look at the listings for projects. There are actually one-sheets there that give you the step-by-step for repairing 
badly damaged concrete. There's also a one sheet for resurfacing concrete. And I think one of those two applications and the products they recommend there are going to work. It is a do-it-yourself project, and uh, it's not terribly expensive. The products are very affordable, and the instructions are there, too. But make sure you follow them. It's like mixing a recipe. You can't leave out, uh, you know, one item or it's just not going to come out right. Okay. And then now as far as along those edges that we have to probably build up a sidewall. You could mix it up to a consistency where you could trowel it and reform the edge. Oh, okay. Cool. com. Thank you so much. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Now we're heading over to Tennessee where Daniel is dealing with carpenter bees and, of course, those lovely, perfectly round board holes that they love to make all over your wood house. What's going on? Oh, well, I've got these carpenter bees that keep, like, drilling holes into my facial board right there underneath my roof, and I filled them in and I've repainted, and they keep coming back. I don't know if there's maybe something I can do to prevent that or something I can use to paint it with. Yeah, a couple of things you can do. First of all, in, in terms of stopping the bees from coming back, you would have to have the carpenter bees professionally treated with a proper insecticide that will uh, basically exterminate what's there. Now, even if you did do that, though, they may come back the next season. The surefire way to make sure they don't come back is to replace your wood trim with something that's not wood. I had this exact problem on a garage on our property, and I simply replaced the wood trim with AZEK, A-Z-E-K. And there are other brands as well, but basically it's uh, a cellular PVC material that looks like like wood cuts like wood but the carpenter bees can't eat it in fact it was very humorous to me because after i replaced the fascia with azac the bees kept circling it but they couldn't figure out why it didn't taste like wood <laughs> they like this looks like wood i don't understand yeah that, that would actually be absolutely worth doing just to see them circle and <laughs> <laughs> in frustration yeah all right hope that helps you out thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit now we've got Norma from Delaware on the line who wants to know what size pipes you need to get good pressure in the bathroom. Norma, that sounds like a personal question. What's going on at your money pit? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm going to install a shower panel. Okay. And I, in order to get, you know, good the right pressure, right? How long, how how big do the pipes need to be? You said you want to install a shower panel. So is this one of these units where it comes in and then fans out to multiple spray heads? Yeah, the, the jets, right. How's your water pressure right now? Pretty good. Yeah. Well, my house is about uh, eight years old. Oh, if it's only eight years old and you have pretty good water pressure, you should be okay with this. I will say, though, that the water pressure coming out of multiple shower heads is not going to be as invigorating as coming out of a single shower head. So it's going to give you good coverage, but it may not be as uh, as strong. And I don't think there's much that you can do about that. If you've got normal street pressure, that's how those shower panel units are designed to work. But just be mindful that it's it's not likely to be as strong when it's going to come out of multiple heads because you basically just need more water to do that. Oh, okay. Well, you know, um, I inquired with the builder, and he told me that from from the basement to the shower floor, I have three-quarter pipes. And then from the, from the floor to the shower head, half an inch. And that's typical. That's typical. So, you know, that that doesn't change anything. Oh, okay. Colin, thank you so much for your help. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. 
Plus, every spring, we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's airdoctorpro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. Money Pit. If you guys have a big painting project to take on over the upcoming 4th of July weekend, those three-day weekends are always great for getting those jobs done. We've got a big giveaway that can help. That's right. We've got up for grabs the Wagner Control Pro 170 High Efficiency Airless Paint Sprayer. Now, this paint sprayer is going to allow every homeowner out there to take on really big projects themselves instead of hiring a contractor, which is going to save you a bunch of money. It's super easy to use. You're going to find that it applies a high-quality finish that you can really be proud of. I mean, you're going to feel like you're painting like a pro. Plus, there's 55% less overspray than any other airless sprayer, and it's three times faster than a roller. So quick results, beautiful results, and a wonderful prize. But you got to be in it to win it. It's available both in-store and online at Lowe's Home Improvement. That Wagner Control Pro 170 high-efficiency airless paint sprayer is going out to one listener drawn at random. If you'd like to win it, you've got to reach out with your questions at 1-888-MONEYPIT or post your questions by clicking the blue microphone button at moneypit.com.
Marty from Mississippi is on the line. He's got a brick house question. How can we help you today? Uh, yes, I've reached about five years ago. There's a house I bought that uh, has red brick with a really light white colored grout or um, mortar. And in the last five years, I've got a stress crack on each side of the house that goes between the mortar and the brick. And is there a product you can recommend or multiple products I could seal that crack up and and not lose the look of the brick? You know, I've seen people do it with just one solid piece of white colored more or white colored uh, caulking it just looks terrible with a big white line is there something that's multicolored that would match up with the brick and the grout to make it look good marty if, if the crack is that big then you're definitely not going to use caulk you're going to want to use mortar so the key here as you say though is to find a mortar that will color match there's a company called uh, davis colors that specializes in just this and they have dozens of different dyes that, that, that are mixed into mortars to come up with exactly the match that you need. And they have pretty good distribution across the country. So I would take a look at daviscolors.com, daviscolors.com. Great. i just add those colors to the existing mortar I would mix up here. Yes, exactly. Or, or you buy the appropriate mortar from them already mixed. Okay. Okay, cool. Well, I knew there had to be something out there. I just wasn't able to find it, so I appreciate the help. All right. Well, good luck with that project. Glad that you called. Thanks so much for reaching us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Well, if you've ever taken on a tiling project, you may know that one of the more inconvenient parts of that project is that it's messy and it takes days to complete because you got to wait for the adhesive to set before you can grout. Well, Simple Mat is a product that changes all of that. Simple Mat, it's a two-sided adhesive matting, and it's going to replace the need for thin-set mortar or any other messy mastic adhesive. It's the quickest, easiest, and cleanest way that you can install tile on backsplashes, on countertops, even on shower walls. You simply apply the Simple Mat to the surface you want to tile, then you add the tile, and that tile is going to bond instantly so that you can start grouting right away. Now, don't be a dodo like me and peel off the top adhesive protective layer as you're reaching across to do the backsplash. Not unless you want Leslie stuck to the wall. <laughs> do you remember I glued my belt to that counter? <laughs> I do remember that, yeah. Hey, I'll tell you a story. You know, I got a call from uh, a friend of the family. A young woman just got herself engaged, uh, congratulated her and her future husband on that. But then they started telling me about this house they bought. And uh, they had a backsplash, and the backsplash somehow had like a cowboy pattern built into it that just wasn't their taste and wanted to know, you know, what they should do about it. And they were talking about tearing it all out. I said, no, don't do that. You can go right on top of it. And I started telling them about Simple Mat. Well, they headed over to Home Depot, and they picked up some Simple Mat. They picked up some Simple Grout. Uh, and they went home and they based, and some uh, tile. They used the mosaic tile, so it was already kind of like prearranged for them in terms of the spacing. Uh, and they went back home and they put it all together and grouted it and now it's good to go. And no more cowboy tile style under that. It looks bright. It looks cheery. It looks modern. And it was a really easy way to tackle that project. And that's why we love Simple Mat. You know, it works on a vertical surface or a horizontal surface. Uh, you can use it with Simple Grout. Simple Grout is great because it's pre-mixed. You don't have to mix up the powder. A backsplash project like that, you really can get it done in just a few hours. Simple Mat's available at the Home Depot. It's made by Custom Building Products. No mortar, no mixing, no mess. You can learn more at custombuildingproducts.com. Now we've got Eleanor in Virginia on the line with a decking question. How can we help you today? The question I have is we have uh, Trek decking on our for our deck, which is and also the porch, screened-in porch. 
But on the deck, uh, which is not uh, covered by any uh, roof or anything like that, it's all open uh, to the environment, we have um, spots on that which are, it's a gray color decking, and we have these dark spots all over it, uh, almost kind of look like a mold, uh, and we do not know what it's caused by. My husband has tried to use a uh, power washer with the soap that is recommended for that power washer. Also, bleach with a scrub brush. Um, he has he can get it lightened, but not totally gone. And we're wondering if there's if you've ever heard of that with trek decking and have any suggestions. Yeah, I mean some of the composite materials out there do have some wood fiber component and they will grow algae which is most likely what you're seeing now one of the treatments that we would recommend is a product called jomax j-o-m-a-x and jomax actually has a deck wash and jomax is uh, a detergent that also gets mixed with bleach gets applied to the deck you let it sit for 15 to 20 minutes and then you scrub it off I would be very careful with the power washer, except for just rinsing purposes, because too much pressure can actually ruin that deck. Now, another possibility is that those black spots are what's called artillery fungus. It kind of looks like a shotgun, kind of a pellet size. Artillery fungus is particularly difficult to get off, and one of the sources of it is mulch. Do you have mulch around your house, around your yard? Yes. Well, sometimes the the mulch that's sort of the uh, the ground mulch, the shredded bark mulch, will contain artillery fungus. And once that gets out and attaches to surfaces like decks or sometimes even cars, it's really, really difficult to get rid of it. So if that is what's going on, you we would recommend that you don't do that again. Don't put the shredded mulch back on. Only use the bark mulch that's in pieces. That seems to not have the issue. It's the shredded mulch that attracts and contains artillery fungus. I would try the Jomax deck wash and cleaner. I think you'll have better success with that than you did with straight bleach, okay? Yes. All right, good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Stewart in Rhode Island's got a water heating question for us. What can we do for you today? Had an oil fired hot water heater, a separate oil-fired hot water heater, separate from the oil burner. And it finally went bad after 13 years. I guess that was a good, good time period. Um, and my plumber is urging me to replace it with an electric hot water heater with a timer on it. Um, it's, it's much more uh, cheaper to do that than buy a, a, to replace the oil-fired hot water heater that I had. Uh, but I'm just wondering, is there any negatives to it? Well, it's a little more expensive to run than oil, but as you say, it's a lot less expensive to buy. I'm actually surprised that it only lasted 13 years because oil-fired water heaters seem to last a lot longer than standard water heaters. I mean, if you just look at the warranties, the standard water heaters, the electric water heaters, may, may have a five-year warranty on the tank, maybe a 10-year warranty on the tank. But I've found that oil-fired water heaters last 20 to 25 years on a regular basis. So the fact that it, that it failed at 13 is just plain bad luck. Um, I have nothing against the idea of you putting in an electric water heater and saving some money there as long as you are using it with a timer. Uh, It won't last probably as long as what I would have thought your oil water heater would have lasted, but it will save you some money. I presume your house uh, also has oil heat. Is that correct? It does. And is it hot air or hot water? It's hot air. It's hot air. Okay. Yeah. So the water heater is completely standalone. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's potential. I, I don't really have a strong feeling one way or the other. It's really personal preference. Um, but if you want to save some money, there's no problem. Putting, there's no reason not to put the electric water heater in, as long as it's sized properly and it is on a timer. Because, of course, you only want that to run when you have to. Water heaters are dumb. They, they heat the water 24-7 whether you use it or not. So you want to make sure that it's properly insulated and, and the timer is set up so it's not running all night long when you don't really need it running. Right. Okay. Any idea how many hours I should probably have that shut off? Well, what I would do is I would shut it off kind of uh, after you're done with your evening cleaning tasks because the water will stay warm for a while. So if you like to shower and bathe at night, you know, whenever that part of the evening is done, that's when you want to shut it down. Then bring it on about an hour before you wake up in the morning. If you leave to go to work on a regular basis, you can... um, you know, turn it off while you're uh, away at work. But if you're home or you work from home and you need it during the day, you might have to skip that cycle. But the key time to have it off is in the middle of the night. Okay. Very good then. I think I'll stick with it. All right. Good luck. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Hey guys, do you love posting photos of your four-legged furry friends? I mean, who doesn't? And who doesn't love seeing pictures of puppies and kitties and all sorts of fluffy friends because they make you so happy? Well, spread some happiness and post a picture of your floof, but also you're going to enter a fantastic contest. We've got LL Flooring's Floof Proof Pet Sweepstakes. You're going to get a chance to win a $1,000 gift card and more from LL Flooring. Yep, all you need to do is post a picture with the hashtag LLFloofProof on Instagram. That's LLFloofProof. Or you can enter direct at moneybit.com slash sweepstakes. Now you can enter once a day and, and this is important, you can earn bonus entries by sharing the sweeps with friends, following some websites that we recommend, and so on. It's a great way to share your floof and win some great prizes as a result. Heading over to Oklahoma right now to talk to Sheila about a kitchen do-over. How can we help you paint those countertops? I recently, my husband and I um, remodeled our kitchen, and we refinished our cabinets, and we they had we had some recess lighting done, and we didn't have enough money for our counters. So I've been looking at online some stuff about repainting your countertops, yeah, wow. and I, I wanted to know your opinion about it, or if you'd heard um, anyone doing that, or what you what your thoughts are on that. Yeah, the countertop paints have been out for probably uh, five or eight years now, and they seem to do very very well. I know Rustoleum has an extensive line of countertop paints out. Uh, that are available in many, many colors. So I think it is a good option. I think it'll buy you a little bit of time on those countertops so that you can avoid having to replace them. And you'll have the opportunity to paint either a solid color or they have countertop paints now that kind of look like stone countertops. They look like granite and, and other types of natural materials. So I think they're a very good option, and I would encourage you to pursue it. Yeah, I actually um, found a company online that um, sells them uh, their product locally at one of our wallpaper stores and have actually purchased the items. I just haven't started the project yet. What you might want to do is try to get your hands on a piece of laminate and you can go to a home center and buy like a really small piece of laminate, like a scrap. And this way you can practice a little bit before you actually get it on your countertop. Do, do you know about the how the length of time it's and how durable it is as far as lasting. It's not as durable as the laminate, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Okay. Well, great. Thank you, Tom, for taking my call. Well, if you think that the best way to save time and energy cutting the grass is to set that mower as low as possible so you won't have to mow that often, well, you might be surprised to find out that that can actually end up being more work in the long run. It seems to make sense, but it really doesn't. There is a method to cutting your grass that if you follow, 
can really improve both the look and the health of your lawn. So here's what you need to know. First, let's talk about that cutting length. Now, the shorter you cut the lawn, the more chance it has of getting weeds. Longer grass actually creates shade for the rest of the grass that grows around it. That tiny bit of extra shade actually stops the weeds from coming in. Now, the amount of shade that you need also transitions during the year. So in the spring, it's okay to cut the grass to like a medium-low height, but in the summer, when it's really hot, that grass needs all the shade it can get, and so you want to make sure that you're cutting it long when it gets to be really, really warm outside. Now, for the clippings, if you're going to try to just leave the clippings, you have to use a mulching blade on that mower. If you just mow your lawn with a regular blade, then you're just really leaving clumps of grass around, and those clumps are going to kill the lawn that's underneath it. Also, you've got to remember that mulching mowers don't mulch well if the grass is wet or if it's too long. So if that's the case, you're still going to have to collect the clippings and then compost them. So you've got to plan accordingly if you want to mulch with them. Now, in terms of watering, there are a lot of different factors to consider how sunny or shady your lawn is, the type of lawn, the type of soil that you have to feel your grass out kind of a little bit and make the decision. But I will say this, the basic rule of thumb, one inch of water per week, but not all at once. You want to break it up into a couple of waterings, uh, maybe two or more instead of all at once. This way, that lawn will not be flooded. It'll get a chance to get a good drink. And it will also be encouraged to grow long, deep, and and uh, healthy roots so it can withstand warm summer days without burning out. Hey, guys, do you have a deck or a fence or anything that you're getting ready to tackle for the next long summer weekend? Well, if you do, we've got a big giveaway that can for sure help. That's right. The Wagner Control Pro 170 High Efficiency Airless Paint Sprayer. It's perfect if you want to paint a deck or a fence or your entire house. That Control Pro paint sprayer allows homeowners to take on big projects themselves instead of hiring a contractor. That's going to save you some money. You'll get about 55% less overspray than traditional airless sprayers, and it'll spray three times faster so you get the job done quicker. And it's easy to use. It applies a high-quality finish that you'll definitely be proud of. It's available both in-store and online at Lowe's Home Improvement. That Wagner Control Pro 170 High Efficiency Airless Paint Sprayer is going out to one listener drawn at random. Make that you, so give us a call now at 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Now we've got Ben in Illinois on the line with a popcorn ceiling question. How can we help you today? Got a probably 70s uh, ranch-style home. 1970 was a very good year for popcorn. Yes, you were. <laughs> 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 They had uh, this popcorn ceiling all the way in the TV room, uninterrupted that goes through the kitchen, and uninterrupted flow goes all the way down the hallway. Okay, so what happened? Did you have a leak or something? Had uh, some uh, wind damage to some shingles, and it came down through the attic, and it stained uh, some of the popcorn ceiling in the TV room. Uh, I sense to put a new roof on, but it, yeah, it stained it, and some of the popcorn stuff came off. So, is the popcorn physically damaged, except for losing a few kernels, so to speak? Well, there's still a little bit of staining on the stuff that didn't fall, but there's some sections that did. You're going to have to repaint the popcorn ceiling, and it's kind of a pain in the neck job, but it can be done. The key here is this. You want to use a very, very thick roller and one that's slit. The rollers uh, are about uh, three-quarters of an inch or even an inch thick. 
and they have a, a slice kind of in them every every inch or so. And so it uses a lot of paint. And the key thing is you're going to want to use a primer first. Don't just do this with top coat because that leak stain will come right through. So you prime the popcorn ceiling first, and then you paint it. Now, if you're missing a bunch of uh, area of popcorn and you want to touch that up, there are a number of companies that make popcorn repair products, one of which is called Homex, H-O-M-A-X. And they have a spray where it's as easy as using an aerosol spray can that you basically shoot up there and it will replace the texture. So you can kind of fill in the area where some of that material has come off. And then since you're painting, you paint the whole thing over again. Now, whether you go from end to end in the house, it's up to you, or whether you you know just kind of decide where you're going to stop painting, that's uh, your call. Maybe there's a natural place for that. Maybe there's not. But you have to paint it. That's the only way you're going to be able to... Uh, get this to look normal again. And by the way, one final thing, when you when you do paint it with the top coat, make sure you use flat ceiling paint. Gotcha. I guess a two-pronged question here, if I still have time, to fill in those spots where the popcorn ceiling came off, how do I avoid this major overlap if I use this aerosol spray that's supposed to fill in? Well, you're just going to kind of thin it out in the areas where it already exists and then go a little bit heavier. You have some control over it. It's not going to look like a patch. It will be whiter than everything else, but you're going to paint this whole thing anyway when you're done. So what we want to do is really just replace the texture, and then you're going to paint everything, and so it'll blend in nicely when it's done. Okay, and I I would plan on doing a transition, maybe a fancy wood deal that goes over to block that TV room ceiling off from where it goes into the kitchen, and I could connect it to like the kitchen counters that extend out a little bit. That way I wouldn't have to do the non-damaged sections and repaint them as well. Why don't you do that after you paint the, the, the section that's damaged and see how you like it? Because you're you're, you'll be surprised with how dirty and dingy that ceiling has gotten when, it's, when it has some new paint against it. Uh, it's going to look pretty fresh and clean. It might inspire you to do the whole thing. And that just might. That's a very good point. I appreciate that very much, Tom. Three most expensive words in home improvement, my friend. Might as well. You got it right, brother. Okay, well, you got me motivated. Sounds good. Thank you so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, I love to hike. And after a long day on the trail, there's nothing like relaxing around a campfire. Well, you can have that campfire feeling all year long by building your very own fire pit. Yeah, you know, it's not a difficult project, and the easiest way to get it done is by using precast outdoor building blocks. For example, Pavestone has a brand called Rumblestone that you stack and fit together quickly and easily. Now, the first step is to pick an area far enough away from any other buildings. If it's too close, that siding can overheat and melt, or embers could actually land and start a fire. Now, once you've picked that location, you want to excavate down a few inches in the shape of the fire pit that you're building and then tamp down that surface and level off the base. Now, next comes the fun part, stacking the blocks. For a round fire pit that's about, say, 10 inches high and about 45 inches across, you only need two sizes of the rumble stone, the mini blocks and the trapezoidal-shaped blocks. You start by creating a stable, level project area. Then all you do is lay out the trapezoidal and the mini blocks in a circle, alternating each one. They can even be secured with construction adhesive, so no mortar is needed whatsoever. 
Now, three layers of rumble stone, that's all you need. For the second and third level, you want to offset the blocks from the layer beneath it, and then just line the bottom with sand, and you're going to be ready to fire up the s'mores in no time. No matter how hot it is, I always find that s'mores are an excellent summertime treat. So go ahead and get this fire pit going. Now, Pavestone offers Rumblestone fire pit kits with everything that you need starting at $250, and they're available at the Home Depot for complete material lists, instructions, how-to videos, and more, make sure you visit pavestone.com. That's pavestone.com. Got a couple of uh, messages here that came in over email that I wanted to get to, Leslie. That's right. We've got one here from Lisa who says, moles have started to show up in my garden. What can I do to get rid of them? I don't want to use any kind of pesticide because we grow vegetables. Yeah, that's definitely a concern. And certainly while there are pesticides that um, that are acceptable for that use, uh, I think there's a really easy way to do that, and that is by using a type of worm. It's a microscopic worm. It's called a nematode, and I use these in my garden. Basically, you can order them online. You can get them through Amazon. Uh, they are very, very tiny in the sense that um, they come, the smallest package you can buy these worms in, Leslie, is 5 million, 5 million worms which is like a teaspoon, believe it or not, of these things. But basically, you buy them. They come in a, in a freezer pack. Um, sometimes uh, they will come with a sprayer, or you can use a, a hose sprayer or a pump-up sprayer. You mix these nematodes in with water, and you spray your garden. And basically, these nematodes are predatory worms that will hunt down and kill the insects. But they are safe for people, for pets, for your plants. Um, we did two applications last year in our garden, and we and that was after I saw moles in the very first couple of weeks, and I was not going to have them messing with my Jersey tomatoes. So I laid down two applications of nematodes a couple of weeks apart, and problem was solved. We had the best garden we've ever had. That is amazing. I mean, I really love to have a beautiful, fresh garden at home. And if you get an invasion of moles, you can be in deep trouble unless you get on top of it. I think it's funny that the smallest uh, envelope they come in is five million, but it does go up to a hundred million. Do hundred million? Like, I don't know. What is that? A quarter it's of a cup? Probably like a uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> that is crazy. How much does that cost, by the by? So I ordered some again for for this year, and let me see. What did I pay? I think I paid about um, about forty five bucks, and I got the ten million size, which is enough for two applications of my garden. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we've got one here from Ken, who's thinking about installing replacement windows. I'd like to know how these differ from other kinds of new windows, he writes. They actually differ a lot. See, when you buy new construction windows, these are designed to go into a wall while it's being framed and before the siding goes on. So they have a flange that's around the window that sort of rests on top of the framed wall. And that's how it's physically attached. So it's usually attached there with with nails. And so now once it's secured in place, then they add the siding, the building paper, and then the siding over that. But if your house is already constructed, you know, removing the siding, you know, would be a disastrous job because you'd never get it all back on the way you want it. So there has to be a better way to make that happen. And that's what replacement windows do. They're designed to fit inside the old openings, right? So the old jams. So they take out the the top and the bottom sliding part of the double-hung window, and they slide it right in. It's custom-made to fit right in. actually happens pretty quickly, and you don't have to mess with the siding. You order it to fit, and then it slips right in there, and that's why replacement windows are the only way for you to go if you're thinking about replacing your windows in an existing house. 
This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Show on this, the very first week of summer. Yes, the first official week. We hope that you are enjoying all of the beautiful weather, taking some time to enjoy your place, maybe taking some time to, to get away. But if you've got a project on your to-do list, whether it is now or later, we will be here to help you get that job done. All you need to do is reach out to us by clicking on that blue microphone button on moneypit.com. We love to help. But for now, that's all the time we have. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Live in a body pit. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.